You're listening to We Need to Talk About Sam, a podcast where a supernatural superfan and a supernatural newbie discuss every single episode of the hit CW show. And this week, we will be covering Season 3, Episode 3, Bad Day at Blackrock. I'm Kenzie. I'm Haley. And we need to talk about Sam. I forgot my own name for a second. <laughs> I was like, now what? What do I say next? <laughs> Again, you did the thing. You usually go, this is when you need to talk about Sam. We said, you're listening to. <laughs> okay. So it throws me off. <laughs> I need to pick one and stick with it. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's just, it throws but me off. But I, I got through the episode title and I was like, what's next? <laughs> I think I did it right. You're doing it without a script now. It's yeah. impressive. Because I practice them in the car. <laughs> Still? <laughs> really? <laughs> That's funny. That's part of how I end up like memorizing like a whole season's worth of episode names temporarily is because I'll just start I'll get bored of saying but whatever our next episode is over and over again, and so I'll start going through the episodes that will come after that. I haven't really gone out through the season. You'll say list, them though. out loud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're cute. Usually while I'm listening to a podcast, so it's not quiet in my car. <laughs> but so far, I've been practicing this one, Sin City. Long distance call and like saying the name of it. Yeah, and um, no rest for the wicked. I don't remember That's funny. I didn't know what you comes. Did that. I don't remember what comes in between long distance call and no rest for the wicked though. Because <laughs> long distance call is episode fourteen, and no rest for the wicked is episode sixteen. But I don't remember what fifteen is called. <laughs> so <laughs> I just keep skipping it. <laughs> but yeah, I do in fact practice the episodes. Um, okay, so with our episode recap, we start off, um, John's death, Dean's deal, Ruby and her knife, um, we go through Gordon, uh, and, like, his interactions with the boys, um, his arrest, and then the big reveal from the end of last episode, which is that Ruby is a demon, um, and she says she can help Sam save Dean. And we open on a unnamed prison. Um, a hunter named Kubrick. Is that how you say his name? Kubrick? Kubrick? Kubrick. I don't know. I don't remember. Did they ever, like, say it out loud? Yeah, Gordon says it. There's, like, a whole paragraph where I spelled his name wrong. <laughs> Repeatedly. <laughs> Poor guy. Oops. Uh, he's visiting Gordon in prison. Uh, uh, he's been doing some digging, um, and he confirms, like, he tells Gordon about the Devil's Gate opening, and he's like, yeah... You're right, the Winchesters were there. I heard from a guy who knows a guy who knows Bobby Singer that the Winchesters were at Ground Zero, but they, you said they were, that they opened, that Sam opened the gate, but I heard the, like, word on the street is that Sam's, Sam's clean. He's, he and Dean were there to help, to close the gate. Uh, Gordon, not having any of this. (laughs) Gordon is dealing with some confirmation bias. <laughs> He's formed his opinion and he is sticking to it. Because uh, he says he doesn't believe and believe that Sam is human. Uh, Sam is in fact human. Um, spoiler. <laughs> uh, and he tells Kubrick that Sam has to die. Uh, and this is where we get our splash screen. Uh, we open on the boys fighting in the car. <laughs> Sam has told Dean all about Ruby. 
Uh, Dean is quite reasonably pissed. <laughs> I think Dean even says, uh, like, you see it's a demon, you go, the first thing you do is go for the holy water. You don't start, like, asking questions. In Sam's defense, he did, in fact, go for the holy water. He did. He, he did that. <laughs> it's just that Ruby kept talking. <laughs> um, but Sam has explained that Ruby says she can help with the deal. Uh, he does not tell Dean about their mom's friends and family, about them all, like, dying weird deaths and stuff. Didn't you say that plot doesn't go anywhere? Yeah! <laughs> I don't remember it going anywhere! That's disappointing. <laughs> I don't remember! Maybe it goes somewhere and I've just forgotten! I don't know. <laughs> but I genuinely don't remember it going anywhere. Um, and he- Sam's like, look, I'm not saying we're gonna, like, team up with her or something. He's saying he- he wants to use Ruby- um, get what they can out of her, um, to hopefully save Dean from his deal. Um, but their argument is interrupted by a phone ringing. It's not Sam's, it's not Dean's, and so Dean says, well, it must be Dad's, because he keeps it charged in case. So Sam digs it out of the glove box. Sure enough, it's ringing, um, and he answers it, and we, this is where we kick into our episode, or the plot of the episode, because um, there has been a break-in at a secret, uh, it's like, storage container that John kept in Blackrock uh Blackrock Buffalo New York <laughs> um so they are heading to New York and that's why it's called bad day at Blackrock yes I just barely got that because that's where they are that's where the storage locker is <laughs> okay um so from here we cut to Kubrick has an RV um, I love that he lives out of an RV. I think this is just a really interesting, like, it's genius. Because hunters move around a lot, right? Mm -hmm. So, instead of having a gas guzzler of a car and spending a lot of money on hotels... He has a camper. He has a camper. That's actually really smart. It's, it's brilliant. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and like, like, if he wants to stay at a hotel, he totally can. This is a bit of a religious... Jesus freak. Yeah, yeah. But I really, it's something, this is just like a little detail about Kubrick that I think is really interesting, is that he has an yeah. RV. I think it's really smart. It's and smart. I, I don't understand why we don't see more hunters living out of RVs, because it to it makes total sense. Yeah. Um, but Kubrick has this, and the, this buddy of his, Creedy, are talking about Sam. Um, Kubrick, like, believes Gordon. He, he trusts what Gordon says. He said Gordon saved him a few times, I guess. Yeah, like, Gordon's a really good hunter. Uh, <laughs> Creedy discovering some J Jesus memorabilia just randomly sitting in a cupboard. There's like a little like ceramic face in a cupboard. <laughs> he says, don't, <laughs> don't touch my Jesus. Don't touch my Jesus. It's pretty great. He's like, um, what did you say? <laughs> yeah. There's like a painting on a wall. It's very classic, like the, the crown of thorns yeah. and stuff of uh, Jesus. Did you, so. did you read his bumper um, stickers? Yes, the they're golden. <laughs> we don't see those yet, but we'll get a, we'll get a look at them later. Um, but according to Kubrick, the last news that they have on Sam is from Nebraska three weeks ago. Greedy's like, that's, that's not fresh. <laughs> Kubrick's like, it's not like he's invisible. <laughs> like he's gonna show up eventually. Which is, yeah, solid, solid logic. Um. They have an easier time finding him than the FBI does. They do! They do! <laughs> granted! <laughs> granted! <laughs> which Sam is a little not... embarrassing for the FBI. <laughs> 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 it's just, just a tad. Sam's luck wasn't that great that day either. He was True. he was having a. I'm surprised a, the cops didn't show up. To be honest, honest to <laughs> on God. top of everything else, he was having a bad day. Um, 
So, but the Kubrick and Creedy's plan is that they are going to check in with all their contacts and hopefully someone has something that they can follow up on. Meanwhile, the boys are investigating John's storage locker. They find uh, a weapons cache, some, like, a triggered booby trap. (laughs) There's, like, a trail of blood um, where the person who broke in uh, was shot, and they realize that there's there's two pairs of footprints. So there's two guys, whoever, whichever one of them got shot. It wasn't, like, a fatal wound. Um, Like, he kept walking. So, um... But also inside this storage locker, they find some memorabilia from their childhood, which I think is a yeah. fun little uh, detail. I like I like that we get this little peek into what John considered important enough to keep. Because we have, like, for example, like, we have Dean's first sawed-off. Like, he made it himself. <laughs> His own sawed-off shotgun. He made In it. In sixth grade. In <laughs> sixth grade. <laughs> Dean. <laughs> um, but... Like, and he was proud enough of Dean's accomplishment that he kept it. And, like, Sam's, um, his division championship soccer trophy trophy from, I don't remember what year Dean says it's from. 1990-something. 1995 or something like that. So, Sam, like, high school. Um. I don't, I'm not seeing it. Um. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 1995 Division Championship Soccer Trophy. So Sam would have been... What's... What's 1995 minus 1983? 12. Aww! He kept a soccer trophy from when Sam was 12. That's cute! But, like, like it's just this kind of neat little peek at, like, what John considered important enough to keep. Besides just, like, a cache of, um... Um, curse boxes and weapons and stuff like he's also got like bits of his boy's childhoods that he thought was valuable and yeah. hung, hung on to seems like he was also a little bit of a hoarder which is surprising because he lived out of his car but <laughs> well you know. he like he found a way to be able to keep all the stuff yeah because yeah. he can't like keep it with him in the house or anything you know yeah um or in the garage <laughs> yeah i think it's i just i think it's a sweet little peek into John's character. Yeah. Um, the boys find the curse boxes. There's a bunch of curse boxes, shelves of them. Uh, we'll learn later that Bobby actually made these curse boxes for John. Um, so these have been here for a while. And there is one missing. <laughs> the layer of dust on those shelves. Good God. <laughs> and there's a Ew. lot of blood. Yeah, there's a lot of there's blood from the booby trap, yeah. Um... So there's one curse box mix- missing. <laughs> Dean says, maybe they didn't open it. And then we cut to, come on, man, let's open it. <laughs> uh, we cut to the thieves, Wayne and Grossman. They are arguing about whether or not to open this box because Wayne, Wayne is mad because he got shot. <laughs> um, Which is fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd be pissed too. Um, Grossman is like, look, man, like, this chick paid us a few hundred bucks and you got shot? Like... This thing better be friggin' worth it. Like, if it's really worth something, we'll just sell it ourselves. Like, she can go fuck herself. Uh, so they do end up opening it. And inside, they find a rabbit's foot. Um, there's a little sound effect whenever somebody new grabs the rabbit's foot. Oh, really? I didn't Did you even catch notice. that? Uh-uh. We first hear it here, because Wayne picks it up. 
Um, and almost immediately, like, he and Grossman are still fighting because Wayne is mad because he's like, just a freaking rabbit's foot. Like, I got shot over a rabbit's foot. <laughs> um, but then there's a knock on the door. It's their neighbor, uh, who turns out to be an uh, army medic. <laughs> who sends Grossman to go get a, uh, the, uh, the first aid kit from under his sink and start, like, boiling some water. <laughs> He's like, it's your lucky day. <laughs> um, so Sam, we cut to a little bit later. Sam and Dean have arrived. They, uh, they, we learned they used some security footage. They found the thieves' car. They parked with their license plate basically pointed right at the security camera because they're a bunch of idiots um so the boys break in the apartment while uh wayne is currently winning like his eighth hand of cards or something <laughs> he's like yeah the rabbit's foot definitely works uh the the boys break in um and uh they like confront the thieves uh to discover that they opened the box <laughs> dean's like dean's like you opened it and he's like oh that's it it's it Right, that's it right there, right? And he's like, what is that? <laughs> like, he doesn't even know. Uh, and then a fight, a fight breaks out. And I love, this is the first instance <laughs> of the one of my favorite details of this episode, which is the pure physical comedy gold. Yeah. It's so good. So much first, just, it's like get, so slapstick, like almost like. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's just... The Three Stooges like, slapstick comedy. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> but it's just, like, grounded enough in reality. Yeah. Like, it's golden. It's a perfect balance. Uh, we get some bouncing bullets that knock the gun out of Sam's hand. The boys run into each other. Dean comes crashing through a coffee table. Um, and Sam is getting pinned down by Grossman, who's choking him. This is another, another count for the uh, tally for the spreadsheet. Um, when Sam gets a hold of the rabbit's foot, uh, and immediately his luck changes. Wayne's gun jams. It's actually Dean's gun that Wayne has picked up. Um, he trips backward over the broken coffee table and knocks himself out. Uh, Grossman, who's been shoved into a corner, also manages to knock himself out and in the process throws Sam's gun back into his own hand. It's pretty great. <laughs> the boys are just, like, staring at <laughs> Sam's like, just standing there. What the fuck just yeah. happened? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just standing there with the rabbit's foot in one hand and the gun in the other, like, wait, what? I was like, that was surprisingly easy. <laughs> yeah. And then he, like, holds it up and Dean's like, is that a rabbit's foot? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I freaking love the physical comedy of this episode. It's so good. Jared says he's not good at physical comedy. This episode says otherwise. <laughs> Because he is freaking hilarious this whole episode. He's so good. He's so much just like this wet puppy. Wet little, lost puppy. This little whole, kicked puppy. This whole episode. <laughs> whole episode. Once he loses the rabbit's foot. Yeah. He's a little bit pouty beforehand because I think he should. Do- he's just done with this shit. Like, he's like, I don't want to deal with a fucking cursed foot. You know? <laughs> like, you know, but then once they lose the rabbit's foot, he goes full kicked puppy. And it's, it's adorable. He's just... He looks like that, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can, have you seen That's him? from the episode. Yeah. yeah. I have a set of Super Emo Friends art pieces. <laughs> I have the Team Free Will set. Want to find at Comic-Con. Yeah, I've never been able to find him. Um, so I have a Sam one, a Dean one, and a Cass one. And my Sam one, 
he has only one shoe on. He's specifically wearing the... I think he's even got his little ripped... The ripped knees on his jeans. Um, he's wearing the outfit from Bad Day at Black Rock, and he has one shoe on, and it says, I lost my shoe. And he's, he's looking really sad. Uh, <laughs> they're really cute. I'll drop a, a link to Super Emo Friends in the... Uh, his Instagram or something in the show notes because yeah, like it's kind of he too. has a very specific like kind of chibi art style that's, that's a little very bit cute. difficult to explain. Um, getting back in the episode, they so we cut to a little bit later. Dean has gone into a convenience store and while he was in there, Sam has been searching in John's journal for any mention of the rabbit's foot. He hasn't found anything. Dean, however, has acquired some scratch and win tickets. Um, Dean is going to try and capitalize off of the, the he's luck He's going to make some money off Sam. <laughs> um, so Sam's like, there has to be something cursed about this rabbit's foot. Like, why else would it be in a freaking like, curse box locked up for the rest of, you know, probably as long as John possibly could keep it locked up there. Um, but he, just, he, he is still a little bit impressed when he wins uh, 1200 dollars on the first ticket so <laughs> we're off to a good start um we come back to the apartment we actually kind of skipped this scene <laughs> i hate oh, this yeah. i hate this so much <laughs> wayne and grossman are waking up um and wayne wayne's luck has changed again but it is bad now um he ends up slipping on a bottle and impaling himself like his skull on a barbecue fork. Ugh. It's bad. I hate it. it. This is my absolute... I can't deal with, like, head stuff. It's nope. so gross. Nope. This is my absolute... 15 seasons, and this is the one supernatural death that I genuinely... Like, we skipped it. And I was... Haley was like, I don't remember how he dies. And then we got to the point where he, like... Because he's, like... He, he he's walks in the, the kitchen. And he, like, is pulling a bunch of stuff, a bunch of dishes out of the sink and putting them in, on the drying rack. And he sticks the barbecue fork. So Why would you stick it, it like out that anyways? It's bad. <laughs> and, and as soon as he did that, Haley was like, oh, I know how he dies. <laughs> First of all, why would you stick it like that? Stick it the it's other bad. way. Or stick it flat. It's bad. You're not You're just like, asking for something it's bad. Literally <laughs> why you put knives like point down yeah. in the dishwasher and stuff. This even butter knives. Sense. Yeah. I even put butter knives point down. Yeah, same. Or forks. Like yeah. you know. It's just common sense, but he's he doesn't have any of that. Uh, and he he slips on a beer bottle, but he actually kicked himself, uh, and is impaled and died. Or dies, and this is... I fucking hate it. But yeah, we skipped it. <laughs> we were, I, I, when I watched this episode of my own the other night, I, like, closed my eyes and <laughs> just listened. <laughs> but tonight, we just skipped it. Um, this one... We had just eaten. The gar- We had. <laughs> this one, the garbage disposal, and last last episode's um, power saw. Are like my three, I also don't like the, like top the bleach drinking. Okay, yeah. yeah and the bleach <laughs> drinking. Like, top yeah. four least favorite deaths. But There's already a lot of bad deaths be, just in the season so far. This one will always be my least favorite death. I hate it. Um, cut back to the Winchesters. Dean is uh, counting out their winnings. <laughs> I love him just doing math in the background this whole episode, or this whole scene. <laughs> well, Sam's on the phone with Bobby. He, he's told him about the rabbit's foot. Bobby's like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Rabbit's foot, they bring good luck, but when it's lost, that person dies within a week. And Sam's like, well, I just won't lose it then. And Bobby's like, they, you, 
everybody loses it. That's the point of it. Um, but he promises to do some research to find a way to destroy the curse. I love um, how done Bobby is. With the Bobby is so sick. He's like, oh my god. <laughs> Stop getting into these situations. Bobby is very much, uh, he kind of has a, like, how the heck did you even make it this far? <laughs> Attitudes about this stuff. Because genuinely, like, these guys are like, this is year three of hunting, like, completely on their own, mostly without their dad. But they're still... <laughs> they needed like, they Bobby's were help a lot. <laughs> trained in hunting, but they're still a little bit useless sometimes. <laughs> they're, they're pretty helpless. Um, Sam also, he finds a gold watch on the ground. <laughs> I love he holds it up to show Dean, and Dean's like, he just mouths awesome. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, Bobby has promised to that he will do some digging uh, and find a way to destroy the rabbit's foot, break the curse. Um... So boys go to get food. They enter a Biggersons. I think this is actually the first time we've encountered a Biggersons. Um, this a chain what? will actually... It, the, that's the rough name of the restaurant. Oh. It's Biggersons. Uh, this chain will make some many appearances over the years. It's like, it becomes kind of... Like, um, Gas and Sip is their, like... Gas and Sip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing these are made-up names. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's one of their, like, made-up brands. It becomes a little bit of, like, a staple within the show. The boys go to Biggersons a few times. Um, so the boys, but the boys go to Biggersons. It's the first time we've ever, that the audience has ever been to a Biggersons. Um, they immediately win a year's worth of free food. <laughs> so, I knew when, as soon as their picture was taken, they're like, oh no, someone's, that's after them's gonna see that picture, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. I love it. Dean's I just like, most of this episode, Dean is just overjoyed. Free food? <laughs> Hell yeah. Whereas Sam, Sam's face, he's not having a good time. It's like, what? <laughs> it's the, the streamers and the balloons and the giant check <laughs> and the camera flashing in his face. He's like, no, thank you. Um, we cut back to um, Kubrick and Creedy, still in the RV. They're searching for leads, waiting for... They, uh, they've, like, called all their contacts, uh, and while they wait for people to call them back, um, Creedy suggests they go get food. Kubrick is like, food's a great idea. What do you want? I've got canned everything. <laughs> Creedy's like, hell no. I got a restaurant in mind. <laughs> all the way he sells this to Kubrick, he's like, wide menu, great service, homey atmosphere. He has to show him the menu online to convince him. that for a little bit but it's pretty funny um back at biggersons sam is doing some research uh, on rabbit's foot charms while dean stuffs his face with ice cream he, he's gotten himself <laughs> an ice cream sundae um, he gives himself a brain freeze yeah he does give himself a brain freeze that's how i realized it was ice cream because <laughs> i didn't i didn't realize it was ice cream and then he no does one should the brain... be eating ice cream that fast yeah then he does that the brain freeze face and i was like oh no yeah, I know. I know that look. While well, Sam laughs at him. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, waitress comes uh, to refill Sam's coffee. She she spills a little bit uh, and wipes it up and kind of like flirts with him while she does. She's real pretty. Like she's fucking gorgeous. Um, <sighs> Hello, Bella. <laughs> Bella so much. She's so beautiful. And the way the boys, <laughs> the way the boys gape at her as she walks away, and she's looking back at us. She knows they're looking. She's like, yeah. <laughs> um, but as, as soon as she's gone, the, like, Sam's luck has turned bad. Um, I love how 
um, it just starts like immediately because he uh, he he first he he like tries Sam or Dean says um, if you're gonna get lucky <laughs> like an indication to the the what they think is the waitress um, and Sam goes to take a drink of his coffee and immediately dumps it all over his lap which cannot have been fun um, and then he like jumps up. And turns and runs right into a waiter carrying a tray full of food and, like, fling, like, smashes the tray up into the waiter's face. So he just goes down like a rock. <laughs> Sam's just standing there, like, poor waiter. <laughs> uh, Dean's like, how was that lucky? And Sam pulls the, like, liner of his pocket at inside out and the rabbit's foot is gone. Because um, this waitress has taken it. We get a brief shot of her outside. She has, she has not touched the, te- the, the rabbit's foot with her bare hand. She is too smart for that. She's like a napkin or something. It's the towel that she cleaned up Sam's oh, coffee yeah. with. <laughs> yeah. Um, she has it wrapped. She has the, the rabbit's foot wrapped in a towel. She tucks it in the pocket of her apron before pulling off this like short, it's like a dark bob that she, is how she first presents herself. She pulls off the wig to reveal like long brown hair and then just like smirks as she runs off. I fucking love Bella. And this is the perfect introduction to her character because we immediately get all of the necessary vibes. Just, we have two very short moments and we know what she is all about. Like, this, Mm -hmm. we know what she is capable of already. Uh, It's brilliant. It's so good. It's such a genius way of introducing this specific character. Uh, The boys try to chase her. Uh, Sam biffs it outside the restaurant and skins his knees. I watched the first. Okay, so I've watched this episode two times this week, and the first time I watched it, I watched it on one and a half times speed because I was trying to like watch quickly because we were originally planning to record that night. We ended up having to reschedule, but um, this the, <laughs> the way Jared goes down is ten times funnier on one and a half times speed. Oh yeah, I bet he just drops. Oh, it's just <laughs> boom. <laughs> and I love Dean's. Wow. You suck. <laughs> Sam's just like, like he looks like a little kid. He's he he he's pulling out all the little brother stops because he looks very much like little baby brother crashed his bike and skinned his knees. Like that's that's the vibes that are just oozing off of him in this moment. And he did skin his knees up pretty bad. It looks painful. Um, poor guy. <laughs> He's not having a great day now. Uh, we go back to Kubrick's uh, RV. Creedy is showing Kubrick the the Biggerson's menu, getting his approval. Um, Kubrick says he likes when they drop the whole onion in the fryer. Creedy <laughs> uh, goes to search for the nearest location and immediately discovers the photo taken of Sam and Dean when they won the millionth customer. Because it's already posted on the website. <laughs> yeah, and then Creedy does this thing where he like looks at the sky. It's this little detail. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and I love how what's the other guy? Or Kubrick does it. Kubrick does the thing, and then Creedy's it, it like, is always like confused. <laughs> Creedy's always confused at? by it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So the the boys go back to the the apartment of the thieves, where Grossman is pouring one out for his dead buddy. Um, poor guy. <laughs> He's like real sad. <laughs> He's had a tough. He's had a tough day. Days. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they go back to interrogate Grossman. Um, uh, Deed's like, 
<laughs> Dean's like, uh, we need to know like the name of the woman that paid you to hired you to get this and. I love how... Um, Grossman's like, how do you know it's a, a woman? And Dean's like, because she stole it back from us. And then he laughs at them. And then Sam's like, look, this is serious. And as he steps forward, he hits, I think it's the cord of the lamp. And then he tries to catch the falling lamp. Or no, I think it's the radio cord. Because the radio comes, like, there's like a CD player thing that comes off the shelf. And he's trying to catch that. And he's trying to catch the lamp. And then everything just goes down. <sighs> Including Sam. <laughs> Including Sam. And then with how Dean just... does not turn around at all, he's like, <laughs> yeah. you good? <laughs> but the way Sam just crashes down and Dean just stands there and listens to it happen. And then he's like, he's like, you good, Sam? And Sam's like, yeah, I'm good. But the, the, the way that, like, Dean's demeanor makes you wonder what other shit has happened since they left the restaurant. Oh, I'm sure a lot. Like, <laughs> what probably else? tripped down the stairs already. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's golden. It's so good. Because you can just see in Dean's face, like, that he's already been dealing with this for a little while, and he's gotten used to it. He's like, Sam's probably okay. Is Sam okay? Yep, Sam's okay. <laughs> like, so Dean explains uh, how the rabbit's foot works to Grossman. Uh, he he explains that, like, it gives you good luck, but then you lose it, your luck goes bad, and then you die. Uh I feel like Grossman wouldn't believe them if his buddy hadn't already died. Yeah, yeah After definitely. seeing the, the good luck that his buddy had and then mm-hmm. the bad luck after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Dean pulls this whole, like, I'm real good at reading people, and you're like a scumbag and a thief, but you're not a murderer. Because he kind of gives Grossman the idea, like, if you don't help us, then this thing is going to go off into the world to who knows what, and uh, other people are going to die. So, like, we... You know, we're trying to prevent that. Um, it kind of appeals to Grossman's, like, uh... The morality. Morality. Minimal morality, yeah. Um, go back to the bigger sins. It's now nighttime. This is where we get a look at Kubrick's um, bumper stickers. It's one that says Bethlehem or bust. <laughs> or, or something like that. Or it said, don't let me, don't make me come down there like God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think there was another one. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, what was it? Oh, there was there was the three, and I can't remember what the third one was. Um, but Kubrick is waiting outside. Uh, Creedy emerges with a tinfoil bird. I'm not sure what it's, what's up about that. Um, and the news that no one saw which way I the boys went. <laughs> He's holding a tinfoil bird, yeah. Why? <laughs> he says no one knows. Uh, it's never explained. No one knows which way the boys went, which is honestly a miracle. <laughs> considering the way Sam's luck is going. Um, There's no credit card trail since their meal was free. Uh, Kubrick says he isn't worried, though, because he thinks a higher power is at work here. Um, Honestly, the fact that there's a, like, Jesus freak hunter makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like hunters are just... I feel like all of us know at least one person that's kind of like this. Yeah, but hunters (laughs) specifically are real, like, suspicious conspiratorial bunch. Yeah. So, like... That goes right yeah. along with uh, oh, yeah. some extreme Christians. Well, it's like, like, if demons exist, then what else exists? Yeah. You know? It's, I guess, solid logic. Um, so, back you in the... You to hold my hand? <laughs> no, I'm just making hand gestures, but I don't mind if you hold my hand. I like holding your hand. Your hand's cold. <laughs> Warm it up. <laughs> um, back in the apartment building, Dean, they are leaving when Dean gets a call from Bobby, who has news that he has found a way to break the curse. Um, Dean tells him that that's great, but the rabbit foot, like, they lost it. Uh, it was stolen. 
um, and he gives them this name he got from uh, Grossman. He says Luigi at first. <laughs> Sam corrects him and says Lugosi. Luigi. <laughs> yeah. Uh, between this and the description of like a hot, uh, wait, the hot waitress, Bobby's like, oh, crap, this is Bella. And he tells him about um, Bella Talbot, who is a woman that knows a whole lot about the supernatural and uses it to make money, <laughs> basically. Um, during this whole conversation, Sam uh, steps in gum and then tries to scrape said gum off on a sewer grate. see him in the background during this whole conversation. <laughs> oh, good. Dean's just doing a Dean in the foreground, just... <laughs> talking to Bobby on the phone, and then over his shoulder, a slightly out-of-focus Sam hunched over, scraping his foot on the sewer grate. And then keep, like, panning back to Sam. And he's cutting back to his, his shoe. <laughs> and then his shoe comes off and just goes right down the drain. And he, like, we see him, like, crouching down, trying to, like, see if he can, like, see it and grab it. And then he just stands up and just stands there until Dean gets off the phone and turns around. With a sad look on his face. And Dean's like, what? And then we get the ever iconic... I lost my shoe. With the, the kicked puppy face. And Dean just, like, oh my has God. this big, like, long-suffering sigh. <laughs> And walks away while Sam just stands there with his little socked foot on the asphalt. Oh my god, it never gets old. It's so funny. I love it. I love this episode. (laughs) So good. Oh. So, Bobby, back to Bobby, he's told Dean that he will make some calls. um, Because he thinks he knows some people who know where to find Bella. Um, So, from here we go to a motel. Dean is getting off the phone with Bobby again. Bobby has informed him that uh, Bella's flat, or that Bella has a a place in Queens. Um, Sam's like, that's great. Why are we here? (laughs) It's because Dean is going to sit Sam in a chair in a motel room and tell him to not move (laughs) till he gets back because he doesn't want Sam's bad luck getting them killed while he tries to, like, retrieve the rabbit's foot. Um, we get a very pointed shot of Kubrick's RV parked in the, the, the parking lot of this motel. Um, so Dean gets this, a room for Sam, sits him in a chair, tells him to not move, not don't even scratch your nose, which of course Sam does as soon as Dean's out of the room. Because of course as soon as someone says don't scratch your nose, you're not itching. itching. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And then we cut to Queens. We get like a gorgeous shot of the bridge and stuff. This has to be, like, stock footage or something, because there's no way friggin' CW, like, flew a crew to New York <laughs> yeah. to do some, like, hel- like drone helicopter shot of a bridge. <laughs> no way. Um, we get uh, our first look at Bella, like, as herself, um, not playing a part. Um, she is British. Um, Bella, for anybody who uh, isn't aware, is played by Lauren, Lauren Cohen who plays Maggie in The Walking Dead. So she's Fantastic. very good at accents, because she briefly has an American accent in this, in this episode, and then she goes back to her natural British accent. She's southern in The Walking she Dead. She has, like, a southern drawl in The uh, Walking Dead. I, I might watch The Walking Dead just for her. The Walking Dead <laughs> takes place in the south, I'm pretty sure. It takes sure. place in Georgia. Yeah. So. That's where Hollywood filmed their parody, at least. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's so. Georgia and the southern um, U.S. Very so. southern, Yeah. So. That's where I first saw her, and she's I, fantastic. I love Lauren Cohen. She's a great actress. Yeah. She's really, she's really great. 
she's, really uh, she's on the phone with what can only be assumed. Yes, she is very hot. <laughs> what, with what can only be assumed is her the the potential buyer for the rabbit's foot. Um, I guess he's being a dick about it, and she's like, "Well, then I'll just keep it and sell it to someone else." Uh, <laughs> um, we briefly briefly see she has a cat, um, and it's very cute. This is Siamese. I love Siamese kitties. They're very cute. They're very, very chatty. Cute. Very chatty cats. Um, but she, uh, she, man, she persuades this guy to, like, stick with their deal, uh, and she says that she'll meet him at the airstrip in an hour or something like that. Um, and then she, as she hangs up, we catch a glimpse on her, like, video feed of her security cameras of, uh, one Mr. Dean Winchester <laughs> sneaking in. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she doesn't look at the camera, but she seems to kind of get a vibe. I don't know if she sees it out of the corner of her eye, or she just has a, a feeling. Um, but she retrieves a gun, um, and as she, like, turns down the, the hallway to the, her, the front door of her flat, she sees that the door is open, uh, and as she approaches, she finds that her alarm panel says, Error. Uh, and there's a post-it note stuck to it that says "turn around." <laughs> and as you do all this so fast, that's what I want to know. He's speedy. <laughs> he's speedy. Who took the time to write the note? <laughs> he probably wrote it in advance. Um, <laughs> and as she turns around, it's to see Dean with his gun pointed at her. I love the way he like comes out of the door. Because <laughs> what I think happened is he he snuck in, he disabled the alarm, and then he ducked into, like, a side door yeah. in the hallway, and she passed by him, so he got on the other side of her. I also um, love the, you forgot your tip. <laughs> yep. Yep, that's, he tells her she left without her tip. Um, we kind of jump back and forth here. So, back at the motel, uh, Sam is right where Dean left him when the AC under the window kicks in. This is actually, okay, I was noticing this on this watch through. This is a nice hotel room. Like, it looks nice. It's not bad in comparison. It's it's a weird like, style choice. (laughs) But like, it looks nice. Like, there's like there's like wood paneling and there's like plants (laughs) under the window. Yeah, there's like, there's like they're probably fake, but there's like plants under the window and like there's that whole big like red like shelving decoration thing on one wall. There is, in fact, a blue bathroom. You can see it over Sam's shoulder. It's pretty great. Everything the is toilet <laughs> is like a pale blue. I, I want a pale blue toilet. No, I don't really, but I think it's fun. <laughs> um, but the AC kicks on and immediately starts smoking. Sam's like, oh, come on. <laughs> He's like, I'm not even... Uh. And then catches fire. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, like, he, he kind of starts, like, cautiously approaching it, and it, it erupts in flames, uh, and it, panicking, he grabs a blanket off the bed, the nearest bed, to tamp the fire out. It, like, takes him, like, four tries. I, I love that. He, like, pat, pat, pat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I love that he, like, is patting it, and it looks like it's going out, and as soon as he puts it, pulls it away, it goes, <laughs> there's more fire. It's funny. It, like, Eventually- erupts back up again. <laughs> it's pretty great. Eventually, it does go out, and he, he drops the blanket, kind of relaxes, he's like, you know, good, that's out, and then the sleeve of his jacket catches on fire. I don't know how this happens, it seems physically impossible. It spontaneously combusts. <laughs> yeah, his jacket bursts into flames. Um, so he grabs the curtain to smother it with, uh, which works, but then 
in doing so, he's, like, stumbling backwards. I don't genuinely know, because I, for the longest time, thought that he hit himself on the head with a curtain rod, but I heard the rip tonight. Um, he rips the curtain down. There's no, the curtain rod doesn't fall. So, I guess he just hits his head on the floor. <laughs> he, he, he falls down, the, he, the, he, like, brings the curtain down with him. And hits his head on the floor, I guess, and is yeah. unconscious. Immediately gets knocked down. And right outside the window <laughs> are Kubrick and Creedy. <laughs> and Kubrick just looks up at the, the sky. Kubrick just, like, like, peers into the window and then does his little look at the sky. And Creedy looks up, too. And he's, and like, he's like, what? Like, what? Why do you keep doing that? <laughs> it's really great. I like Creedy. Creedy's fun. <laughs> uh, back at the mode. Creedy's not the brightest, but yeah. he's fun. <laughs> not the brightest. Back at Bella's apartment, she and Dean are having a, a, a little standoff. <laughs> um, we only like briefly cut to them, and I didn't take any notes about what happens in that little moment, but because we go almost immediately back to the motel, where Dean is waking up, or Sam is waking up taped to a chair. <laughs> Literally. Fun! Back in the chair that he just got out of, and now he's duct taped to it. So he really can't go anywhere. <laughs> so theoretically, he can't hurt himself. <laughs> Um, this is where Kubrick reveals that he, that, uh, he says that he thought Gordon sent him, and Sam's like, Gordon, oh, man, <laughs> very whiny little brother, it's golden, he's had a, he's had a rough couple days, um, but now Kubrick thinks that this is all an act of God, and Sam's like, fucking hell, <laughs> uh, and he punches Sam, uh, I thought he knocked him unconscious, but I don't think he does. Um, because I think they kind of beat up on him a little bit. <laughs> well, they splash water on him later and, like, I think him they up. knock him unconscious later, but I don't know. Um, it's a little unclear. So go back to Bella's apartment. Dean explains the situation with Sam, that he touched the rabbit's foot, now he's gonna die. Bella's like, oh, really? Well, then it's yours. For 1.5 million. <laughs> She's a bitch. I love her. She knows the shit. She knows what she wants. <laughs> She's like, I'll give it to you if you yeah. give me 1.5 million. <laughs> yeah. She uh, she reveals that she got the location of the rabbit's foot from some of the ghosts that it has killed uh, via a Ouija board. So I guess in this... I missed that part. It, you didn't... You missed that? Dean yeah. asks how she knew where to find it because it yeah. was like ra- locked up in a random storage re- locker I remember in the that she uses Ouija boards. I just forgot. And she, she looks... She turns and looks at her Ouija board on her mantle. On her mantle. Um, I guess in Supernatural it's a talking spirit board, but you know, whatever. I don't think this was It's trademarked. <laughs> yeah, because Ouija is in fact trademarked. Um, she, she... Dean's like really like he's like you know all this stuff and what you do with it is get rich she's like like hunting is any more noble you're a bunch of sociopaths <laughs> some of them she's yeah. not wrong she's especially some of them if your name's are. gordon or kubrick yeah <laughs> um she tells dean they're all going to hell so they might as well enjoy the ride and dean's like i actually agree with you on that one uh <laughs> and then he's like but you're not the only one with sticky fingers uh, he reveals that he has snatched the rabbit's foot from where she left it. She was carrying it around in a pair of tongs earlier, and she set it down when she retrieved her gun. She, she does not to touch and he it. Picked it. He picked it up with his bare hands, and I'm sure he probably did it on purpose. He was yeah. like, well, I'll give myself good luck, and then we'll That's go burn That's how he's going to get out of the situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she can't possibly hit him as he makes a run for it. And did you catch his little see ya as he leaves? <laughs> as he, like, slips out the door and yells, see ya! <laughs> 
I love it's just she like is aiming right at him and yeah, shoots and the bullets and it's just, just like ricochet and almost hit her. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. But literally when I watched this on one and a half times speed, this is the first time I'd ever heard Dean. probably really funny. I'd ever heard Dean see ya as he leaves. It's pretty cute. I kinda wanna rewatch this episode on one and a half speed. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It still took me two hours to watch because I kept stopping to take notes and then getting distracted. So, you know. I only ever get through the episode in the actual time that the episode <laughs> is when me. I watch with Haley because I don't pause in my note take. Or I don't I pause the episode taking to take notes, notes anymore because Babe takes really good I notes. I do take really good notes. She just kind of keeps in mind, like, what thoughts, yeah. things she wanted to comment on. All right, we go back to the motel again. Um, Creedy splashes water on Sam's face to wake him up. I think it, I think they'd like been beaten up on him a little bit, but, cause it seems like Kubrick is just done. Um, and also Dean had to drive all the way back from Queens. <laughs> I don't know how far it is from Queens to Black Rock, but. Uh, Dean says Dean had to take like an hour and a half. Was it? I told him that earlier. Okay, so yeah. yeah. So. It's been at least. They've been beating on Sam hours. a little bit. Poor Sam. <laughs> um, so Kubrick wants to know about the demon's plans. He he believes everything that Gordon's told him about Sam, which means that he doesn't believe Sam. <laughs> Creedy, though, is a little bit unsure, actually. Because um, Kubrick keeps, like, hitting on Sam and, like, yelling at him. Uh, and Creedy's like, I don't, like, I don't know. Like, maybe he's actually telling the truth. Yeah. Uh, and he does interfere when Kubrick pulls out his gun to point it at Sam's head. Um, Kubrick insists, though, that this is all an act of God. Uh, he turns the gun back on Sam, right as Dean says, nope, not God, just a rabbit's foot, because <laughs> Dean has come to the rescue. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> uh, I guess it's Dean's own good luck that he arrived on time. Yeah, probably. You know, to keep, to save Sam. Uh, he would consider that good luck, probably. Um, he has his own gun. Uh, when Kubrick tells him to, though, he willingly puts it down. He says, there's something you don't know about me, though. It's my lucky day before picking up a pen and throwing it and lodging it right in the barrel of Kubrick's gun. And I love this little moment because Sam's like, oh my god. Like, Sam just watched that this little shock on Sam's face and Dean's like, hell yeah. Like, Wait, did so you see good. that? He's like, did you see? Yeah, it's so funny. Uh, Dean gets very excited about this. Uh, he dodges a punch from Creedy who runs into the wall. He, like... I'm sure it's the actor, like, bracing himself Probably to keep from actually, actually hitting hit his it. head on the wall, but it <laughs> yeah. does make it look like he knocked himself all out on the floor. Um, <laughs> he does. He knocks himself unconscious um, before Dean peeks up the TV remote, and it's Kubrick, who has it's been distracted like, getting the pen out of his gun. He hits him square between the eyes and knocks him out as well. <laughs> it's, it's just gold. I just love it. I love it. And then, Dean, we get the, the classic uh, I'm Batman yeah, you're Batman. <laughs> I realized today, I noticed today that after Sam says, yeah, you're Batman, which he says it a little sarcastically, like yeah. he's agreeing, but also a little being a little sarcastic. <laughs> um, Dean has a moment of hell yeah. And then he's like, wait, are you mocking me? <laughs> like his face, his face shifts to hold on a second. <laughs> that was a pitchy little brother I heard. <laughs> which is funny because hasn't Jared or Jensen voiced Batman before? In a cartoon? Not at this point. At this point, he had voiced... I know, but in general, he has, right? Now he has, yes. Yeah. Now so he is Batman. He is Batman, <laughs> yes. I think at this point, 
I'm not sure. When did Batman Under the Red Hood come out? Hang on. Oh, that came out in 2010. So he hadn't even been in a Batman thing yet. Jensen uh, uh, voices Jason Todd slash the Red Hood in Under the Red Hood. But he, it's like Batman, Batman. But now he has voiced Batman, Batman. Yeah. Um, in, um, where is it? Batman the Long Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Which was last year. Mm-hmm. I still don't watch that. I think it's on HBO or Hulu or something that I don't have. Sorry. You can get the DVD at Walmart. I've seen it. Can you? <laughs> okay, maybe I'll do that. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Dean's Batman. <laughs> uh, in it. We, we jump to a cemetery where Sam is preparing the ritual that Bobby gave them while Dean scratches a few more winning tickets. Uh, he says later that they have won, like, 15K or something like that. I don't remember. Maybe it was earlier with the initial scratch tickets that Sam had. Um, he finally is like, yeah, I'm done, and he he's ready to burn the foot when Bella announces her arrival. Uh, she she threatens Dean. <laughs> he tries to pull this his I can read people thing that he did on Grossman earlier, and the fella just is like, "Oh my God, shut up!" and shoots Sam in the shoulder. <laughs> not having any of that. He's <laughs> like, "You're not really gonna shoot us. You're not gonna shoot anybody." Like, say I can read people, and then she pulls the trigger. <laughs> She's just like. Psh! Sam's like, oh, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. Poor Sam. <laughs> Sam's had a long fucking day. So uh, many injuries. He's had, like, a long, like, day and a half, I think it's been. Um, because it's nighttime again. <laughs> um, she tells Dean that she can't hit, she can't hit him, but she can't miss Sam. He's like, you don't just go around shooting people? And she's like, relax. I can aim. It's a shoulder wound. <laughs> um, uh, so Dean's like, fine, fine. Uh, he, he starts to act like he's gonna put the rabbit's foot down before at the last minute saying, think fast, and throwing it. And on pure instinct, Bella catches it in her bare hand. She's like, shit. Yep. <laughs> uh, Dean is, he's a smart he's cookie. Smart. He's a very smart cookie. Um, she tosses the, the rabbit's foot in the little coals they have ready. I think there's cayenne pepper involved. Oh, we never went into the rabbit's foot lore. Let oh, me do yeah. that real quick. I forgot. While it's, <laughs> it hasn't caught on fire yet, so we're still good. <laughs> so, uh, according to the Super Wiki, uh, as always, this link will be in the show notes, um, a rabbit's foot is among the many cursed objects John discovered over the years. Um, it was created by a conjure woman in Baton Rouge a hundred years ago. Uh, it's more of a cursed object than a lucky charm, because once you touch it, as long as you still have it, you will have exceedingly good luck. But as soon as you lose it, your luck turns very, very bad, and you will die within a week. I forgot to look into the real world lore for this. Sorry, That's guys. okay. Maybe we can do a quick go. Um, so, in supernatural lore, the rabbit's foot is created by cutting the foot off of a rabbit in a cemetery under a full moon on a Friday the 13th. Um, very specific. Yes, very specific. Sam says, also like, the can't, poor just rabbit. Be, can't just be any rabbit, can't just be, like, done any time. Like, very, very specific. I'm just... Assuming the rabbit's probably already dead. I would hope so. I would so. hope so. Um, <laughs> Poor thing. Witches aren't known to be nice to rabbits. Um, the curse can be broken by destroying the rabbit's foot, and we don't know all the details of it, but it involves bone, uh, burning it in a cemetery with bone ash and cayenne pepper. 
Why is it spicy? Why is it spicy? (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, According to Wikipedia, in some cultures, the foot of a rabbit is carried as an amulet believed to bring good luck. This belief is held by individuals in a great number of places, including Europe, China, Africa, North, and South America. Interesting. Hmm. In variations, the donor rabbit must possess certain attributes, such as having been killed in a particular place, using a particular method, or by a person possessing particular attributes. Example, a cross-eyed man. <laughs> what? Okay. I haven't heard that uh, before. <laughs> it's suggested by Benjamin Radford that the rabbit's foot could be connected to a European good luck charm called the Hand of glory a hand cut from a hangman and then pickled i think that's we encounter, we do i think we encounter a hand of glory or something similar in supernatural later this season um humorist r.e shea is credi- credited with the witticism depend on the rabbit's foot if you will but remember it didn't work for the rabbit <laughs> i like that actually yeah, poor rabbit yeah the belief in North American folklore may originate in the system of folk magic known as hoodoo. A number of strictures attached to the charm are now observed mostly in the breach. Namely, that it must be the left hind foot of a rabbit which was shot or otherwise captured in a cemetery. Some sources tell that the rabbit must be taken by the full moon. Others specify the new moon. Some say the rabbit must be taken on a Friday, a rainy Friday, or Friday the 13th. Hmm. Um, some say it should be shot with a silver bullet. Others say it must be cut off while the rabbit is still alive. Oh, That's sad. But yeah, there's lots of different varying rituals. Oh. Alright, so I will also include this link for you guys. Um, we didn't do super good on lore this week. We, we Listen, we've, we're struggling. It's been a rough couple we're weeks. I started, it. I started a job. I don't know what a work-life balance is. Alright. Um, but yeah, so Bella resigns to she she has to burn the the rabbit's foot now uh, if she doesn't want to die she tells the boys that she's out one and a half million and on the bad side of a very powerful fairly psychotic buyer Dean's like I don't feel bad at all Uh, and so she leaves. As she leaves, yeah, she. I love this because you don't see it all when she takes the rabbit's foot earlier, and we don't see Dean take the rabbit's foot either. Um, but this moment, Dean has like draped his jacket with the scratch off tickets in the front pocket. Um, over a headstone. Over a headstone. <laughs> and um, we watch her like put her and hands we watch on her, it. You can see the the ticket sticking out of his pocket, and we watch her put her hands on top of them, and then like cuts back to the boys. And cuts back to her, and they're gone. <laughs> like, so we know the exact moment she took them. She's like, about 1.5 uh, million, but I'm gonna get my 15 grand from... <laughs> yeah, I think it's... I think it comes out to, like, here, let me check the transcript. Or is it, like, 45 grand? I don't remember. Uh, well, he says... Dean says, I forgot we're up 46 grand. <laughs> Almost wow. forgot about the scratch tickets. As he realizes that Bella has taken them. Um, this watch is her drive leaving. away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, like, honks the horn and she drives away. Uh, and then Dean, this is improvised, he says, son of a bitch. <laughs> According to Jared, that line was, Dean says son of a bitch very, very uh, and can, intensely. And you can watch, uh, Jeff, watch Jared Jared try not to break. <laughs> yeah, apparently he was having trouble with it. Um, he said it at, Jared said it at a convention at least once, probably multiple times, that the line was ad-libbed, and he was traveling, having trouble keeping it together, so we decided to just turn away from the camera. <laughs> so. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. It's pretty great. And then we watched Bella drive away with the tickets, looking yep. at the tickets in her yep. hand. So, she, she's out, 
one and a half million, but she's up forty six grand. So I mean, that's, that's a total loss. That's a lot. <laughs> I mean, in my in my world, that's a lot. Probably not a lot for people who deal in million and a half paychecks. But you know, um, we come back to where we started this episode, which is Kubrick. Uh, me having uh, or visiting Gordon in prison, uh, he believe he reveals that he now believes he is on a mission from God to kill Sam. And I love how Gordon is just sits there for a second, like, <laughs> "All right, he's That's great." Not what I was expecting, but <laughs> he's like, "I can work with this," but good lord, <laughs> it's so funny because Gordon's face just screams. Okay, yeah, I know I'm I'm a bit crazy, but that's that's a whole new level. <laughs> It's so good. I just, it's just the face he makes is just so funny because he's like, he just, it's just like this blank face. He like, just what? sits there for a second and is like, okay. <laughs> and he tells, tells Wait, Kubrick. you're on my side. Okay. Yeah. He tells Kubrick that uh, he's going to need his help in escaping. And that is where this episode leaves off. And I, I love Bad Day at Black Rock. It's a good <laughs> it's episode. It's just a good episode. Especially after the last two episodes. Which are meh. I don't know if you can hear that tapping noise, but it's oh Haley dropping my rock on You'll her phone screen. You'll have to bring attention to it. <laughs> Just explaining. <laughs> she keeps tapping this rock against her phone screen. I'm fidgeting. <laughs> it's cute. Um, but yeah, after the last two episodes, like, this episode is like a complete 180. Yeah. Like, it's a big, big, uh upswing in the What's season. the next one? Sin City. I Actually, have no like, memory of this at I all. <laughs> like Sin City. I think it's really good. It's the one with the... where Dean gets, like, trapped in the basement with the demon. Oh, I remember that part, yeah. yeah. It's a good episode. I like it. I think it's a really good episode. That whole sequence in particular is really good. Um, Bobby has to fucking rescue them again. <laughs> Bobby is so done. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, I, I, I love Bad Day of Black Rock. I think this is one of those episodes that fits very well, like, on its own, you know? Like, this is a good episode, um, to, like, if you were just kind of having a rough day and you need a laugh, like, Bad Day of Black Rock is a good one. Because you know, Sam you had don't... a bit worse day than you did. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, yeah. He skinned his knees. Skinning your knees hurts. He got shot in the arm. <laughs> also that! I forgot he gets shot! <laughs> and his sleeve catches on fire. Yeah! And, and he, gets he gets beat up. Beat up. <laughs> Poor man. <laughs> Poor baby. Um, but and it is just like... <laughs> and he loses his shoe. Oh, Jared talked at a convention. I don't know if I'll be able to find the link for this. Um, but they, in order to, like, have him be able to, like, scrape the shoe off reliably, they put, like, a metal, like, bolt in the bottom of the shoe so that it mm-hmm. would catch on the sewer grate and pull it off. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, a little peek behind the scenes. But yeah, this is just, like, it's a very drastic upswing in quality. This is more season two quality. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, like, season like, two is storytelling, just solid. it's specifically, like, storytelling-wise. <laughs> like, because, like, that, sniffing. that acting and, like, cinematography and directing and stuff in the last two episodes, it's all been good. <laughs> it's all been good. It's just the, the storytelling of the episodes where it's not very compelling and this is the first one where we're like like i i watched this episode a million times i love this episode it's so good it's so it's reliably good it holds up really well it's fun 
Um, but compare it to Magnificent Seven, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> oh. I do still, I keep thinking of what you said last episode about, was it last episode or the episode before? About how they probably were planning for like a 22 episode season, so they kicked off with the intention of having more time to build things. Yeah. And so, with it, if we'd had a full length season, they probably wouldn't seem so, like it probably wouldn't be as rough of a start. Um, but now we're getting, we're getting into some better episodes. Um, and next week we will be covering season, or episode four, Sin City. I don't remember what comes after Sin City. Bedtime Uh, stories. Eh, Bedtime stories is okay. That one is also not great. And then we get Red Sky Morning, though, so that's fun. Bella Um, Returns. It is a hand of glory in Red Sky at Morning. I was right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so next week we will be covering Sin City. Hopefully we will be a little less rushed, a little less tired. Um, but, yeah, I, I definitely I enjoyed this episode and I enjoyed talking about it. Yeah, it's a good it, one. I, I feel like we're a little bit rusty because it's been a little while since we've been we've been able to record. I felt like we did good. But I think we did a good job. Yeah. But yeah, I think that is it for this episode. I don't have anything else I want to talk about. Do you have anything else you want to talk about, love? Nope. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening. It's been a bit of a short one. Uh, if you like what you hear, subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app. We are on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all those fun places. Also, if you are able, please, please, please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Helps the algorithm. Helps more people find us. Uh, additionally, if you have any fellow Supernatural fans you think might enjoy the podcast, please tell them about us. And if you would like to reach out, you can find us on Twitter at TalkAboutSamPod, on Instagram at we need to talk about Sam Podcast, and on Tumblr and TikTok at we need to talk about Sam. I've been having a lot of fun on TikTok. I'm enjoying it over there. If you want to follow me specifically, I'm uh, Lil Red Who Could on Twitter and the Little Red Who Could on Tumblr. And Haley, my love, where can the people find you? Um. You can find me on Twitter. <laughs> I spaced out. <laughs> at right lifeflowson3. <laughs> and Tumblr hfthoughts-blog. Thank you guys again so, so much for listening. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. What thing? The thing. What thing? The intro? (laughs) Are we doing the intro now? (laughs) Just in general. I don't know. I don't remember. Ooh, what kind is this one? Um, that's my rainbow and moonstone. Ooh. It's pretty. I don't have all of my rocks out. Did you notice? Yeah. There's my bag right there. Ugh. I finally got a bag to put my rocks in. Yeah, but for now I have a bag. It's cold! (laughs) (laughs) That's how you know they're real. <laughs> if they're cold. <laughs> no! It's not that cold. It's cold. I'm sorry. Warm Your up. hands are cold! <laughs> Good lord! Gotta warm them up. <laughs>